Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, Smooth Criminal Groupies. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has sent messages of support and love while sadly Australia is burning. It really does mean the world to us to know that people are thinking of us across the oceans and we are feeling all the love you're sending us. And hang in there, Australia. We've got this. So how's everyone feeling after the festive season? Lots of food, drinking, lots of foodin' and drinking, lots of eating and drinking. And to choose this week's theme, I thought, okay, let's have a look at what we overindulged in the most around our place. And they were pretty much cheese, chocolate and champagne. Now, considering we only covered DUIs last week, we decided to leave alcohol out of the equation and I don't think my hangover could cope anyway. We decided cheese could wait a little while because although we found some hilarious stories, Anne, a smooth criminal groupie in South Australia, suggested chocolate... And so that is this week's theme. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Hang on, just give me a second. I want to eat some peanut M&Ms before I record this. I'll be right back. face of it chocolate's a luxury we often give and receive as presents but beyond that superficial delicious surface there are some sinister aspects to chocolate as well some very unpleasant true crimes have had serious chocolate connections like Jeffrey Dahmer during most of the time he was on his killing spree he was employed at the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory in Wisconsin and he even stashed the head of one of his victims in his work locker yuck. In the 1870s, Christiana Edmonds of Brighton, England, bought chocolate from a local shop and laced them with strychnine before taking them back to the shop where they were then sold on to unsuspecting members of the public. Numerous people became seriously ill and one person sadly died and Edmonds, who became known as the chocolate cream killer, was ultimately sentenced to death. However, this was commuted to life imprisonment and she spent the remainder of her days in the Broadmoor Lunatic Asylum. Even Adolf Hitler used chocolate in a plot to kill Winston Churchill, with his bomb makers coating explosive devices with a thin layer of rich, dark chocolate, and then they were wrapped in luxurious gold and black paper. The plan was the explosive chocolates were going to be planted in the War Cabinet's dining room, where Churchill could often be found. And seven seconds after being unwrapped, they would detonate and kill anyone within several metres of the explosion. The plot was foiled, however, by British spies. But if Hitler had succeeded, that truly could have been a case of death by chocolate. But hey, this is Smooth Criminal, where we look at the ridiculous and funniest crimes ever committed. So let's get on with what we're all here for. Firstly, a story of activism by a TV reporter in Amsterdam who back in 2004 was haunted by the fact chocolate companies could not guarantee slave-free products. So he tried to prosecute himself in the Dutch courts for knowingly eating a product made with slave labour. Chuan van der Kuchen, 
look, it's probably wrong. That's what we're going with. He ate 19 chocolate bars and then called the cops on himself, saying, please arrest me, but they hung up on him. So then he hired a lawyer to help him get arrested because Dutch law gives four years prison to anyone who buys something obtained by means of a criminal offence. After failed attempts in the lower courts, Van der Kuykens, de Kuykens, Van der Van der, Van der Kuykens lawyer took the matter to the Supreme Court where a judge found justifiable grounds. But they too, like the prior courts, refused to prosecute Van der Smith. And in another kooky story to Kansas in the USA, where in October 2016, a Kansas State University student returned to his car at the end of the day to find a note that simply said, saw Kit Kat in your cup holder. I love Kit Kats, so I checked your door and it was unlocked. Didn't take anything other than the Kit Kat. I'm sorry and hungry. And in Melbourne, Australia, a man was surprised after his house was broken into and burgled that the only thing missing was his supply of chocolate. The victim was quoted as saying, he ate all my Cadbury favourites. And apparently that chocolate thief is still at large. Cadbury favourites. What to bring when you're told not to bring a thing. Now let's head to Germany in April 2018 where the police issued a statement that if anyone was offered large quantities of chocolate via unconventional channels, they had to contact the police and let them know immediately. Thieves had stolen a truck full of Nutella and Kinder Surprise chocolate eggs valued at over 80,000 bucks. And this wasn't the first time Germany had to deal with a Nutella crime. Only the year before, in 2017, Five tonnes of Nutella was stolen from a park truck in Bad Hersfeld, Germany. 6,785 jars of Nutella were roughly valued at 18 grand. And it seems Nutella is involved in crimes all over the place. So now to California in the USA, where a 70-year-old man ended up being punched in the face by a 24-year-old dude after the senior said he was taking too many free Nutella samples. The 24-year-old thug was arrested and the 78-year-old suffered a one-inch gash in his face. Hopefully he was given some Nutella samples to help him feel better. And in 2018 in France, riots broke out when a grocery store chain known as Intermarché, I'm assuming, decided to reduce the cost of Nutella by 70% and this resulted in shoppers swarming their stores en masse which then led to violent riots. The Nutella-seeking customers were subjected to punching, hair-pulling and absolute chaos as people swarmed the stores to get their hands on the discount Nutella. These riots took place all over France and videos went viral on social media where you can hear shoppers screaming and trying to escape the Nutella rioters. Aujourd'hui en France um, did something today that's very, very French, I think. They've actually asked an anthropologist to weigh in on the issue. She says that the scenes at supermarkets are unlike anything ever seen before in France. And she says part of it is because Nutella is a product that represents pure pleasure and that we wouldn't see this kind of excitement over a pickle. Not wanting to start a war here, but if you had to choose between Nutella or a pickle for your last meal, I think most people would go with Nutella. Like the 
Now to a very British crime, where six men from Liverpool were busted for stealing trucks which contained £20,000 worth of Toblerone chocolate and £23,000 worth of whiskey. Sounds like a good dinner to me. All five food groups are represented, right? All six of those Scousers ended up spending around four years in prison for their efforts. North Yorkshire was also under attack just before Christmas in 2014 when thieves stole £65,000 of Harrogate fudge and chocolate. Presumably they were going to try and sell it at a slightly lesser price for people who wanted to do their Christmas shopping on the black market. And still in England and back in Liverpool, a man racked with grief wrote a letter to the Belvale Shopping Centre confessing to stealing from the centre 43 years ago. The letter read, Dear Sir, I stole two bars of chocolate from Woolworths in your shopping centre in 1975 when I was just a little boy. I apologise. I didn't know any better. And here's the money I owe you for them. The anonymous sender had enclosed a £5 note And because Woolies no longer trades in the UK, the centre donated the money to their chosen charity, Zoe's Place Baby Hospice. Oh, I do have a feel-good story. And now to Japan where Yasuhiro Wakashima might have gotten away with his crimes had he not been a messy eater and had he not eaten the things he was stealing while still in the stores that he was robbing. DNA testing eventually identified him and he was charged with over 40 counts of theft and robbery that had netted him almost 50 grand in sweet treats. Sweden is also a country riddled with chocolate crime and in February 2015, almost three grand worth of chocolate was stolen in three separate crimes. One shop owner was quoted as saying, there's clearly a market for buying chocolate bars and then dividing them up into pick and mix pieces. And America went into a spin back in 2011 when hackers broke into the Hershey's chocolate website and changed one of the recipes. That seriously is a food crime. The motive was never discovered and the hackers have never been caught. Some people say it was a deliberate act of sabotage, while others think they were simply chocolate internet cowboys wanting to improve their favourite chocolates. And of course, it wouldn't be an episode of Smooth Criminal without a story from Florida, where in 2013, a sweet-toothed thief made off with a truck containing 120,000 bucks worth of Hershey's chocolate. The thief remains at large, large being the operative word if he ate all of his loot. And even in the skies, chocolate, or a lack thereof, can drive people insane. Like back in 2015, when an Israeli passenger on a flight to Bulgaria absolutely lost her shit when a flight attendant refused to sell her a bar of chockey. The fight began to get physical and other passengers had to intervene to get the chocoholic to calm the fuck down. Now look, I've got to say, there is one time a month 
that if I don't get chocolate, I could possibly go down the same road. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal. And thank you in particular to Anne of South Australia for suggesting this week's theme. If you have got an idea of a theme for a future show, please join our Facebook group, pop a note in your review on your chosen podcast channel, or you can email us at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. You can find the Smooth Criminal podcast on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube, and also through our website at shows.acast.com. Please rate and review and share with your friends and help the smallest podcast in the world grow. And also, once again, thanks for the outpouring of love for all of us here in Australia with these horrible bushfires. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth chocolate criminal. (laughs) 